Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Coil community. Well, it is Sunday. We don't normally record on Sunday. It's the 4th of December. Um, we're coming up to Christmas now. Everybody's got an excuse to put their Christmas lights up, which I think is ridiculous. It's still, still too early, but it's just me. Um, but yeah, and uh, we're recording a new podcast for you. Uh, this week, we've got a few things. We've got um, reviews, of course, and we also got the first of the interviews that we uh, took with the band over the course of the UK Leg of the Delirium tour. But without further ado, let me introduce my partners in crime. Starting off with Russ. Hello, Russ. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. As we record this Sunday morning, it's all very hectic. Everyone's getting into the spirit of Christmas, and my answer to getting into the spirit of Christmas is just playing Slayer very, very loudly. So uh, how about you guys? I, I'm pretty yeah. good, actually. Yeah. I, you know, I had a dream about Slayer last night. This is the weirdest thing. I, I kid you not, I had a dream about going to a Slayer concert and they were up so high you couldn't see them. Or you could see them from <laughs> the tops of their heads. And I was right at the front. And all Satan ran- has arrived. It was really bizarre. And all these random people that don't normally come to concerts, you know, friends and family, were also there watching Slayer. <laughs> and we were kind of in front of a cage. I remember quite clearly behind us there was a cage, just like the mosh cage. And for some reason there was a kind of a Christmas tree shaped chicken wire monstrosity with a load of sawdust in it people were just climbing off it and falling down again <laughs> bizarre and and they were all dressed up and Tom Array had no hair and had a kind of a <laughs> had a kind of a bizarre thing over his mouth like he was Bane from um, from Batman and they were singing something that sounded more like Matt Ramstein than Slayer but it was definitely Slayer <laughs> you just reminded yeah. me that I, I don't normally remember my nice. dreams, but I remember that quite clearly so thank you for it must that. have been a spicy butter chicken last night I, I don't know what it must have been but it was, it's definitely the season to be Slayer isn't it so there we go mm. seasons from Lapland <laughs> or something right anyway sorry about that distraction yes I'm, I'm otherwise okay my cold just refuses to, to go I might get to go to the doctors and coughing and spluttering and just generally feeling a bit rubbish um, not done like the last week I, 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 do you ever get that kind of first world pressure of of Netflix building up on you I have this like watch yep. list now which is, go, is like weeks and weeks of come on Matt get with a programme literally start watching <laughs> this again and I'm sitting there oh, I haven't got time to do this I really haven't got time so that, that's where I am anyway yeah sorry so, so Slayer dreams aside I'm good Mike how are you uh, good thanks. Just work, work, work. But like you say, all this Christmas malarkey. I just think it's far too early. It should be sixteenth weekend off. That's when it should all go off. I think now, if you do it, you'll be bored with it by the uh, time Christmas comes round. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that should start happening now is the purchasing of Christmas presents. Just so that you got. Or mulled wine. Mulled wine would be. Oh, good shout! Good shout! Mm. Mulled wine on tap. Oh yeah. I, I... Might start making some eggnog soon. It goes off pretty quickly, so yeah. consider my time cool. for that one. <laughs> don't, don't get a burnt Starbucks eggnog egg, eggnog latte, will you? No, don't. You know, I think it's at Starbucks. We'll, we'll uh, come on to that again. I actually had a Starbucks. I had a Starbucks yesterday. Actually. Uh, oh, why? Why would you do that to yourself? Thing, it was the only thing nearby. I, I had to remortgage my house to buy a tall latte. Um, <laughs> it was just like, how much is coffee? Doesn't this stuff grow? Wow, you know, milk from cows, water from the ground, well, you know, the sky, but the sea, or wherever, <laughs> and, and coffee beans. I mean, just, does it really need to be that expensive? Magical beans. And I didn't even add the ginger topping rubbish anyway. Anyway, sorry, we're getting distracted again. So, um, this week, uh, obviously, Lacuna Cola come to the end of the tour now. Um, Mike, you sound like you had a whale of a time in Italy. Yes, it was uh, very good, both both the Milan and the Bologna shows, so that was, uh, it's well worth going to, and I've taken about 3,000 pictures, bad luck of it, so I'll have to sort through them at some stage. Oh, for the record, I don't want them all, right? No, no. Just, just select it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can uh, show everybody well, your yeah. experience, as it were, over the course of those few days in Italy, and, and as you say, the shows. Uh, and of course, there was the, the prank performed by G.O.D., and uh, Forever Steel and Nikola Cause they played nothing, nothing stands in our way wasn't it yeah yeah that was very clever when they did that it was very fun but Nikola Cole looked very surprised and then it was just some monster jam with everyone doing everything and it was, it was very very good yeah it did look like a lot of fun um, yeah. the, uh, we, got, we saw videos so if you've not seen the videos you'll see them yeah, on yeah. Facebook etc and 
I'm not sure if they're on YouTube yet. I think they are on YouTube now. Let's double check. If they are, I'll put them on the on Spiral page. But they've certainly been shared by us uh, on the Spiral Facebook page. But do check them out. It looks like a lot of fun was, was had um, on both sides of the stage, shall we say. Yeah. It was a, a lot of fun. But um, I won't say if you're glad to be back, but at least you got back uh, safe and sound. How about that? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, of course, obviously, the next thing that we're going to come up to is uh, the Revolver Awards uh, in uh, on the thirteenth. I think it is thirteenth of December, so next week. Um, interesting to see what happens there. I know that the voting has finished. I don't think we've. I don't think we're going to see the results, obviously, until the awards day themselves. Um, I've certainly spanned my click button, as it were, on my mouse to uh, do my best to ensure that uh, Christina does very well in the awards. And, uh, but I'm sure there are thousands of other people. With their own views in the world, um, doing their own thing as well. So, let's uh, wish them good luck for the day. And I'm sure, irrespective of whether or not Christina is successful, um, they'll put on a great performance, entertaining the, the the people that take the time and money, spend the money, I should say, to head out to New York and see the awards on the 13th of December. So, as I mentioned in the introduction, over the course of uh, the UK leg of the Delirium Tour just a few weeks ago, we managed to get quite a few interviews in. I've debated what order to put them in, really, but I figured we would start, at least start chronologically. Uh, and the first interview we managed to get was with Marco, bassist of Lacuna Coil, uh, on the tour bus in, I want to say, Birmingham. Is that right, guys? It was. Yes, it, it was, was Birmingham. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Side of the venue. Yes, of course it was. In the tour bus, uh, entertaining interview. Christina joined about halfway through and sort of sat in and then it was referred to by um, Marco and you'll, you'll hear that. Uh, it's quite a lot of fun. Here we go. Hope you enjoy the interview. Hello. Hello. Ciao, Ciao. Very good. How are you? I'm very well. No, I'm interviewing you. Okay, so okay, let's start again. No, no, we're going to keep this one. I'm Ed. Okay. No. So, your two shows you've done already yeah. in the UK. The first was Bristol. Last Friday was London. Yeah. How was the London show? Stop laughing. <laughs> it was awesome. As I tell already, for the third time, <laughs> it was the best show so far in England ever. Was. And in London, my favorite one so far. Because we had full production, uh, everything works perfectly, no problem. Come see the inconvenience. No technical problems. No technical problems at all. Everything was very fluid. Mm -hmm. We say fluid in Italian, so if you we can say fluid, you say so. Okay, it was so. It was awesome. Very good sound on stage. Very good vibe. Amazing crowd as usual. But I mean, everything was so cool. So and actually, we play lots of new songs that I really like. And um, it was a special vibe. Beside the fact that I was sober for the first time in in England. <laughs> Sober for the first time in England. Yeah. Right. Okay, so let's talk about the new songs. Yeah. So you, you're playing quite a few new songs from Delirium. Yeah. Like six, seven songs. Yeah, it's quite a set. few. Yeah. It's quite a few. And how the crowd received Reaction. Yeah, I mean, it? actually, it's very good. I mean, we start to play a couple of songs since now six, seven months. Not here, but I mean, obviously, you play, even if you play in America now with internet, you can see the live uh, the new song live uh, on uh, YouTube and blah 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 so it's kind of uh, more easy to make make the people know what are you playing live uh, and uh, how I was gonna be the live uh, the, the song live you no know? mm. but actually the, in fact there is a lot of people knew already very well uh, um, the costume the mister and uh, house of shame uh, yeah. no and uh, that we play just basically in the United States uh, this spring and uh, but actually I I felt felt uh, that yeah. um, the the peop, the crowd has a very good vibe with uh, um, you love me because I hate you and downfall yeah I'm very happy about that because I love those songs they're different actually be different and that's it 
I really like the reaction they have with, with, when we play Blood Tears Dust because it's one of my favorite songs of the album, definitely. And that's it. I, I mean, a very good reaction with every, with every song. Oh, well, we had to cut a few songs, actually. The classic, like Swamped, mm -hmm. or uh, uh, Fragments of Faith, mm -hmm. or... Uh... Okay. Why are you kissing me? What was I'm not kissing you. Yeah, you were doing... No, I wasn't doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, okay. I'm not kind of this. This is going to go straight through. All right, okay, so you were licking you're your lips. You're going to start making those kind of amorous <laughs> facial <laughs> okay. movements. <clears throat> yeah. Right, so moving on quickly. Um, you, you said there's a lot of these songs are your favourites. Well, which one of those is your favourite to play as bassist on stage? I really like to... I really like to... Yeah, sorry. Don't, don't put a pencil in your mouth. Oh. I was drawing, man. Yeah, uh, I really like to play actually Blood Tears Dust. Uh, I really like to play Downfall. Is a fucking pain in the ass to me because uh, with my arms uh, that you know are not yep. okay with the ligament and tendons, uh, played the song all in sixteen uh, is quite hard. But I really love the vibe. Yeah, it's the same vibe when I play Victims. I really love that song as well, mm. and even if it's simple, it's nothing special. It make me, it's, it's important to me now. So when I play live, I really feel the song. Mm. It doesn't matter. Probably I'm doing stupid faces and whatever when I play that song because it's really, it's really emotional to me. You know, mm. it's downfall and the victims are. I mean, it's so, a beautiful song, isn't it? Downfall. Yeah. Really and uh, so it's. Uh, and I really like to play Ghost in the Mist, uh, How's the Shit, all the song actually, I mean, Blood Tears Dust uh, probably is the perfect one, is the perfect uh, recipe so far to me because uh, we have all the elements I really like uh, for the live and for the listen. Mm. You know, so sometimes you have a song you love to listen, for the, mm. I love Take Me Home. Yep. I really like to listen to that song. We try to play that song in the rehearsal room and we play good. But uh, it's a different vibe, mm -hmm. you know? When you play, it's more... <laughs> this one, uh, Blood Tears Dust, is just perfect. Live and listen. I love that. A lot of people have been saying about Blood Tears and Dust that it's very much like Comalize in terms of the way that the song plays and is structured. What's your commentary on that? Uh, yes, because the structure... Actually, every song has the same structure. Okay. Almost. I use three structures for the songs. So, pretty much all the songs, they have all the same structure. Okay. And uh, so, yes, on that. On the other side, I think uh, the connection from that song to Comalize uh, is more about the, the way, the vibe of the song. Mm. I mean, it's very connected to Swamped, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. You know, kind of. And uh, because actually there is a catchy intro, now we can say more technical punch in the face live show intro, sure. you know. Uh, instead of using just uh, strings uh, as I was doing, I use I mixed more with the uh, keyboards, you know, and, and synth. Mm -hmm. But obviously, I use synth now because I don't have uh, the second guitar anymore. So I have to uh, supply, 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 okay. supply that. And uh, then we have uh, a tight, a tight uh, verse. So it could be tight or could be. Uh, more slower dynamic uh, mm. verse in this case is more tight for live uh, but the chorus is that one is the lacuna coil chorus mm. it's very open very melodic very epic actually this one is more epic to the, the other stuff for, what do you think about Comalize for you is epic is Comalize epic for you That's some part yeah I would say some parts of it are, are epic. okay I, I would say because that chorus uh, no three nights of uh, immortality spell it sounds very is it right uh, or is uh, the wrong yeah <laughs> Because you know when we start to make the song, yeah, we, we, we use it. You remember now? So it, yeah. sometimes I just sing no uh, the pro, the pre-production uh, <laughs> verse, uh, the, the, the lyrics. So okay, now it's very okay. The phrase in it. Uh, La phrase in se. Per se. The phrase uh, per se. Mm -hmm. Fucking English. The per se is uh, <laughs> is uh, is epic. The, yeah. the what she's singing but even the, the melody is very happy compared to the classic uh, stuff maybe that is more the connection to to Comalize compared to Karma Code and uh, the other 
type of uh, broken things is not epic at all. Mm. You know, it's more American mother punch in the face song. Yeah. This one is very epic. Uh, uh, House of Shame is very epic as well. Dark epic. Uh, and I really like that actually. I really li I like more that than uh, Broken Things way okay. and Take Me Home way. Even if the Take Me Home has very some hook, uh, yeah, cool I mean, it does, stuff it, it, in the song. Yeah, that has a very distinct yeah. hook to it, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, actually, I, I made, we made that song on purpose uh, for a radio, American radio. Okay. They don't get it, so whatever. It's there. But it's still a great song, isn't it? So. Oh, I mean, yeah, still, I like it. You going to play it live one day? I don't know, we wish. I mean, I would love to play all the song. I'm, I'm waiting to play My Demons. It's a pain the ass for her, actually, for Christina. Here, yeah. And uh, because it's very high voice, mm -hmm. you know, the voice is, uh, it's not actually the limit. It's just, she is just not open in the proper way the throat when she sings that. just singing it every night for a tour. That's the only, that's a bad part, you know. But it is a very cool song. Everybody likes that song. Uh, we should play that song live. The only problem, if we want to play My Demons, we have to cut out of shame. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay, that. see, that, that's a point. You know? <laughs> Talking about House of Shame, okay, so using yeah. House of Shame as a lead into my next question. A lot of people are saying this is your heaviest album ever. Yes. So what drove you in that direction? You've been creating the album to, to make it as heavy as it okay. is. Okay, the first, uh, having a different drummer, that he play more uh, double bass and everything. It's very uh, natural do something more him to have him fun. Even if Ryan actually played, he likes to play doom, he loved to do that. You know, he liked to play more happy stuff. And then actually, he came from uh, years and years of complaint about, uh, uh, oh, come on, uh, uh, we have a good album now, then we tour with Slipknot and blah, 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 and Disturb and blah, 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 and then we play slow stuff and they play catchy and, and faster stuff. It's boring. So let's do a fucking album, enjoy, more enjoyable for a live show for everyone, so everyone is happy, and let's do it. So I did it basically. Okay. So that's was it, it pretty was much it for the live shows, or was it for the live show? And actually, we like it. So mm -hmm. I nothing. I mean, I grew up, you know, with my background is yeah. type of negative, but even hardcore, uh, death metal. I like everything, you know. So. Is uh, I have more fun. Actually, I really like to combine these two things, as I did in Blood Tears. Does there is a, or even out of shame, there is everything in one song. It's not a brutal that song. It's not just a double bass drum till the beginning to the end. You know, he has dynamic. He has very good melodies. He has everything. He has a lacuna coil. Even, even if the intro it sounds very brutal, hmm. not a brutal. So, that okay. pretty much that's it. Yeah. Okay. So, how has not having two guitars changed the, uh, the, the music writing process? Music writing is, uh, yeah, actually, um, I never did it. I always write music for two guitars and more, actually. <laughs> and uh, so, <clears throat> it was not easy. Actually, I'm not used to do, I'm just start basically to work with one guitar. So now this album is kind of simple for a guitar. You just have to play rhythmic stuff. Uh, very simple part basically but i grew up with even with trash metal and that stuff it's not the technique of the riff it's just the riff and make you move your head mm. so and i realize uh, i make few songs for example i made the ultima ratio f to have fun with a friend of mine he's a young guy he's 21 years old he's a very good guitar player actually he's, um, the guitar player record uh, the claustrophobia solo mm -hmm. no? Uh, for example, uh, he's, a, he's a good friend of me. We start to play, uh, make him fun. Uh, one day I say, you young guy, just play gen metal, gen music, you know, it's just uh, timing basically, no? Just make it chaos stuff, just replace it. That's, no? Oh, come on, it's not like that. And just basically I made uh, in two seconds, but obviously tune in, uh, now we are tuning in A, that was tuned D, it's yeah. like the A strings guitar basically. And I played the intro of the Ultima Ratio in two seconds. It was faster. No? And very deep in the earth sound, exactly all the band that played Gen Metal. No, I said, oh, what the fuck? Okay, yeah, not bad. Then I started to put the keyboard, I started to put the bass, I started to put the, all the other stuff. In the end, I said, it doesn't sound anymore Gen Metal, hmm. you know? 
that's that's the difference you know say and then we tune in uh, in a and i made the chorus uh, when, when we after when one month when we listen he listen the song and say wow this is awesome mm. i like that okay. that's fucking cool how you can do that just because we are old uh, and for us uh, your gent and your timing is trash metal you know and it's, it's trash metal and trash metal is more simple it's just uh, move the head and this is the way actually i want to do the stuff okay. simple stuff you move the head that's fine for me i will do more not technical more uh, better let's say better stuff okay now this album more complicated stuff or? not more complicated it's just uh, okay as i was saying this is the first time i, I do once one guitar you know so i use the, just that string and do ba bam ba ba bam ba ba bam ba for technical guitarist uh, it's gonna be what is that fucking shit you know simple stuff but i grew up with sepultura mm. i never say what well, is that fucking shit and when i was young i was playing guitar way better than uh, cavalera and i never and i always say wow i fucking love cavalera how he play bass and guitar and whatever no that's the point is <laughs> a point of view you know? now is more oh what the fuck is that you know in the past we were enjoying more the way a part was playing not which part are you playing mm -hmm. so but next time i just want to do something more just to make uh, the people don't say oh that's fucking easy or it's just about that note and blah 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 you know let's try maybe it's not coming anything or maybe i will do the shittiest album ever we'll see <laughs> we never know how do you and i'm no musical expert but when you play some of the old either so oh, well, then we're in good company um when when you when you play some of the older songs yeah. on, on stage yes that were originally recorded for two guitars yes how do you do you have to rearrange them and how do you do that to maintain the depth of those songs no actually i didn't rearrange i just put uh, the other guitar on the backing tracks okay we use the backing tracks so and uh, now uh, we're using a new stuff, a new machine. Is uh, so we are because we use uh, the iPad, so it was a mono channel mixer already. Everything it wasn't uh, awesome, and it was what it was. You know, now we are using this machine. Actually, we have uh, again all the separate channel, and but I decided to take off all the, the, the guitars because I don't really like when it sounds fake. It's not fake. Mm -hmm. We are playing. But having but it's recorded, yeah. every, 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 having another guitar recorded on the tape, uh, it sounds a bit fake to me. And uh, obviously we cannot do anything for the old song. We have uh, 15 years uh, of music based on two guitars, so I cannot cancel that. It's going to be a shit life. Hmm. You know, <laughs> you cannot even rearrange. You cannot rearrange a chord and melody or solo or two arpeggios crossover. You know, this thing is not possible with the one guitar. So the only way is use that. Or some song that I replace that guitar with synth. Mm. But it's, it sounds different. For example, now uh, doing uh, the Ghost Woman in the Hunter live, what I did, I did. Uh, I did uh, basically, the, what the one guitar was doing the melody, I keep it, uh, but make it in a different way so it doesn't sound a clear guitar. But it's more like, uh, na, 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 you know, my, my stuff I do. And uh, catch some note, uh, remind you the original melody, but it is like more a noise in the back. So putting that in the backing tracks, uh, you have the same vibe, but you don't feel a guitar playing an arpeggio. Dun, 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 and the guitar player is there, like that. No? So in this way, it's doable. Otherwise, uh, for example, if we have to play Stately Lover, you remember that fucking I old song, okay? You know, that the intro of that song is two arpeggio, very complicated arpeggio, crossover, yep. you know, each other, I don't know you have to say in English, no? Play that one with one guitar play, one arpeggio, you feel the other one on the backing tracks. What do you think? No, it wouldn't be. It doesn't work. No. Even... Uh, even uh, live, to me, it doesn't work because you have uh, one guitar coming perfectly clear, perfectly in time, uh, out of the, the P, just the PA, and you see another guitar player is doing basically a duetto with a computer. Mm. It doesn't, I doesn't really like that. I can see that, yeah. So, if, in case uh, I, have, I will do a stately lover, uh, revisit a stately lover, for example, that one is one of the songs I will replay I will remake the intro in a different way to have the same vibe, but it's going to be different. 
not surely not the two guitars. Okay. Uh, returning to the album Delirium for a moment. Yeah. Um, Lift to Tell. Mm-hmm. The Madonna cover. Yeah, I know. Well, obviously, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was introducing. Oh, the for them, yes. Sorry. For the purpose of the tape. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Sir. Yeah. What? Well, what about? So. No, I'm. What was the decision made to to create a cover of a Madonna song? Actually, oh, sorry. I'm trying to get fucking. I'm not farting, guys. I just tried to get the water. Okay, cool. Let, let me say that again. So. What was the decision made to cover a Madonna song? Is uh, <laughs> just because, uh, just because. Uh, but basically, is uh, a serene idea to uh, give a, a present for Christina for her birthday. Okay. Uh, because um, "Live to Tell" is uh, one of the favorite Christina song from Madonna. Yep. And. Uh, I really like that song. It's one of the few songs I like from Madonna, actually. And um, so I said, why not? And I decided to make the cover for her for the birthday. It came out uh, in the way it is, obviously. And uh, I sing it. <laughs> I sing the song for the I thought for the you. present. Yeah. You know. Oh, you sang it for the original present. Yeah. I was singing. Okay. But my version. Did we get to hear that? I th- I'm thinking Christina, she have it for sure. Right, okay. Well, I don't. And actually... You uh, huh? put that on YouTube. No, it's better. <laughs> no, my English is not so good. I can't sing, but the English is terrible, so... Uh, and actually, my version, my way of saying, I changed the... It was more Southern... Uh, it was more Southern, um, the, um, let's say, grunge version. Mm-hmm. Okay, the way it is. And then let you yeah, I did it, uh, she liked it, she cried, she got it, and then, uh, okay, now sing. We put you on the <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah, basically well, what happens your is, uh, now sing is your turn, and then uh, we decide to put you on the album. The problem actually was that we put it, uh, in, um, I put it in, um, we decided to put it in the album, unfortunately, we did not add permission to use it on the album. Uh, uh, immediately, and um, we were we were waiting basically for uh, the, to put it in the album. That was the twelfth song actually on the album, and then uh, they say, okay, too late. Let's do the master. The day after, we had the confirmation, oh, okay. so we say, okay, let's put it on the B side. You know, whatever. I mean, now B side, no B side. Jewel K, Digipy doesn't really count anymore. If you want the song, you go online, you buy it, you know, hmm. as everyone did. Yeah. So. And that's it. This is the result. I really like it. It wasn't obviously a radio idea to do a radio hit cover, you know, because it's the opposite, completely opposite. It's very dark. It's very emotional, actually. It's but actually, I, I, it, I think for me, yeah. I mean, I, it's my favorite cover that you've done. You know, you've got Enjoy the Silence. Yeah. Uh, you've got um, Losing My Religion, etc. But for me, Live to Tell, I think. Is the best. Is, is the best cover that you've done. I would love to see you release it as a single. You know what? Even to me, is the best. Uh, the best cover. You know why? Because uh, I enjoy the silence. I made it on purpose for the radio. Yeah. So basically, what I did, I just uh, use uh, to me better sound uh, with synth. Hmm. Put the distorted guitar and Christina's voice is doing the difference. That's it. But pretty much it's the same of the original song. Um, um, enjoy. Uh, um, um, uh, here I am. The Losing my religion. Losing my religion. Uh, I really like that song. Uh, and uh, Christina, she doesn't really like Here I am. As me, I doesn't really like. I don't really like um, uh, the Pesh mode. No, the no, the Pesh mode. But I did that. That song was for the radio. Done. Mm-hmm. Losing my religion. It was uh, for me. You know, I like the song. Uh, it's a very good hit. Uh, we start to make it in a proper way. Then, uh, thinking about the radio, we change the second verses to starts to start something ruined, basically the vibe of that song. This one, I, I wasn't thinking about any radio, any whatever bullshit about commercial shit. I was doing that as a musician, uh, mm-hmm. so using my fucking heart uh, and. Uh, 
you suggest uh, the, what the musician you should should use, uh, you know, and that's what the result. And actually, I would like to do an album cover in that way. I'm thinking about this since the, ten years at least now. You should. Yeah, I will. Love. As soon as I have time, I will do it. I would love. It's gonna be an album cover, in my way, none to sell. Mm. You know, that's the difference. Then obviously, when you see on the Instagram, the million of uh, platinum album from Disturb to for a, for a Sons of Silence, you say, but eh, man, that's a different a lot of money. But whatever, you know, I want to do my way. In right. this case, you let's know, just, let's just explore that for a minute now. For example, Sounds of Silence was one of the songs I want to make as a cover as well. Okay, you want some now? Questions? I will not <laughs> do anymore because they did it, but actually, they did exactly the same of the original. The only difference is David, he has a great voice uh, and you have a great result. Yeah, you know, it is a great cover. Yeah, yeah it is a great cover. I bought the album immediately, they are a friend of mine, but he has a great voice. Mm -hmm. It's easy winning that way, and they did it on purpose. Perfect. It's a great job, you know. The 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 difference is that when I do cover, I like to put myself on the cover a bit. Yep. I mean, and uh, when I did enjoy the silence, and when I did structure, I enjoy the silence. Uh, I say this is excellent. I said like like una like songs. He has a guitar melody, a chord. Uh, it, it, the structure is the same. It was a, basically a already like a cold songs. That's why I didn't change anything, basically, no, because uh, it was a very enjoyable. Next step. <laughs> Put the pressure on me to come up with questions. Yeah. Um, so, okay, you said that you wouldn't, you, you would no longer do um, Sound of Silence. So, mm -hmm. what would you cover? Well, if you had a choice right now, what would you be your the one song that you would love to cover? Minky, I don't remember. I have a bad memory. Uh, I'm writing on the wall. I have a I have a post-it uh, stitch on my wall in my basement uh, okay. with all the cover. I I wanted I should do. Uh, I don't know. Okay. There's a lot. I mean, uh, emotionally, I can say "Brother in Arms." Yep. What? Well, okay. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> the coffee machine. No, this is the evil in the coffee machine. Yeah. It sounds possessed because no one's touched it. Exactly, and he's doing that at least three times a day. Okay. Okay. And uh, so, <laughs> cleaning probably. Uh, so brothers in arms by Dire Straits. Yeah, that's one of my favorite song ever, and actually I would like to do a cover with that. What? Probably about five minutes. Yes. And uh, then, uh, uh, can we say I me? Mean, I don't know, man. Okay. Whatever. Dire Straits, yeah. and we can come back, and you can tell me all the rest of them when you're posting them when you get home. Yeah. Right. Okay. Remember them. Yeah. Right. So. While you're talking to me, you're scribbling away and drawing pictures, and I won't ask what that's all about, but I do remember, yeah. before Delirium came out, that you were designing the elephant head, uh -huh. which has now been seen on the internal artwork, on um, posters, and of course on t-shirts and merchandise. Yeah. Where does that come from? Explain to the listeners, yeah. if you can, through the noise of the tour bus, getting yeah. loud again, um, where the elephant comes from what does it all mean okay the other one I come from because uh, to me this is my personal answer I don't know what Christian Andrea said actually on the interview I'm telling to you what I thought mm -hmm. when I was driving this first okay when you think about delirium tremors okay uh, I don't know why some people I don't know who maybe it was a, a writer or I, I don't know I just feel like did you see, you can see a pink uh, flying elephant. Oh, uh, from Disney, pink elephants on parade. Well, I don't know, I never, see the song, I don't know, uh, maybe, I, was, I wasn't a huge fan of uh, Walt Disney. We grew up in Italy with the Japanese cartoons. So, okay. uh, you there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and actually, one of the reasons is that. Second, I really like the elephant. I think is uh, one of the most uh, intelligent uh, and actually to me I don't know maybe it's, it's wrong could be the biggest brain ever okay I don't know could be I don't know the, the head probably is the biggest head ever um, him uh, and the, the whale uh, mm -hmm. is a good well maybe whale he has I don't know I'm not a, a scientist but actually you know so uh, but a lot of people say the elephant is a very, very intelligent, one of the most intelligent animals in the world, you know? and I believe in that. So, 
because he's one of the most intelligent person uh, mm. uh, you, you animals uh, you say animals yeah, yeah. Uh, and we say essere umano okay. human uh, I mean he's not human uh, I don't know why we call it essere umano uh, whatever mammal uh, eh? mammal maybe no, whatever yeah let's say anyway animals uh, in the world he has uh, he gotta feel the same shit we feel no so it can be crazy it can be sad uh, most of the time you know but obviously it has a different reaction you sure. know elephant he doesn't have expression as us so but he has the intelligence so i don't know elephant to me and uh, delirium and a sanatorium is like uh, okay sometimes you don't i was basically it's not man it's not easy fucking english okay let's say when you think about a guy uh, you do lobotomy yep okay you can do everything to him uh, at the change at the face it will not change okay because uh is uh, basically is a veggie yeah it's a piece of uh, yep. plastic you mm -hmm. know but he feel probably he filled everything anyway he feel the pain he feel everything it just doesn't show you no yeah. so that's the elephant head is the most uh, powerful strong strength beast in the world you know and intelligent and uh, but if he is he's dying when you see documentary he's dying the face is still that one it's, it makes gotcha. you scary as hell and maybe he's crying you know that's the vibe so when I was thinking about sanatorium you know, just that elephant head could be is a very good uh, way to show uh, the most uh, strong animal in the world uh, if, but uh, in, a, in, a, in a different way you know and actually looks very good to me is I love the elephants and I've been to Thailand <laughs> getting along with the elephant for the first time I kiss elephant for some people is uh, oh, you motherfucker mm -hmm. no it was uh, with the chain the the whatever you know all the bullshit from vegas and vegetarian I don't care you know I just fucking love animals more than human mm -hmm. it was there I never kissed an elephant I had the chance, the chance to kiss an elephant and I was so happy of that <laughs> you know that's it so basically that's the result and uh, then it came out actually it was kind of funny because when I draw it a lot of people thought it was a moth because of the big ears, I remember seeing it. it yeah, big, big ears looks like uh, wings, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, when I say, "What about the trunks?" They say, "Oh, those are the trunks." Yeah, trunks. You call it trunks? Uh, tusks. Tusks. Sorry. What, what, what about the tusks? Uh, oh, are the, the tusks? Yes, actually, yes. Now with the new one, the new shirt, the, the new hoodie, the new logo yeah. is it's kind of clear that it's yeah, a fucking yeah. elephant. Okay, cool. That's See, it. See, I thought it should have been on the album cover. But that I, one for me, I would have. Uh, you know, oh, but that one actually the was the first. Uh, yeah. The worst was the first draw, and actually, uh, I just uh, leave it there yeah. because then uh, we had other stuff to do a lot, yeah. you know. And I finish it before <laughs> the, this tour uh, just to make the shirt, basically. Mm. Yeah, well, it's okay. Okay. So this is all about. I think the, you have soundtracks. So who cares about soundtrack? <laughs> We did the most important show. It's, it was London. That's it. No? Who cares about the other fucking English? That's just. <laughs> <laughs> you need to I, apologize to everybody now. Uh, no, because it's direct. It's live show. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, obviously you know that. Anyway, okay. So yeah, man. I don't have any more questions for you at the moment. I'm sure I will okay. have some more. So I want to thank you for you answering are, my man. questions today, mate. Fuck, I don't remember one of the song. Uh, I, I wrote it down. But it was just before coming on this tour. I listened. Uh, no, actually, it was on TV. I was watching X Factor. We're talking cover songs again. Yeah. Oh I was talk, I was watching uh, X Factor Italy. Okay. And a, and a girl starts to sing a song. Mm -hmm. And I say, wow, that's fucking awesome. I love this. He's a, he's a female singer with a guitar, basically. Okay. It's like Alanis Morissette, you know, no, that, that kind of yeah. type of music, you know. Um, uh, and it was, but it, she's very old actually now. She's very old. She's the like garbage age. Yeah. That period of time, sure. Okay. And uh, I never heard her in my life. Uh, and I asked to say, you know, oh, oh, you know the original song. What she said in the beginning, you know, they present the song. See the song they started. It was a cover. And actually, Serena, it was so good. And Serena, that she said, yeah, it's good, but she's ruined the song. The song, the original song, is much better. You know, no, she said, she said, no, that this is much better than the original version, no? And because I really, well, I really like it, no? The way she was singing the song, but the melody was kind of dark. 
Then it's like a PJRV style, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of, yep. no? So I just type, she said the name, I typed the name, I said the song. It actually was not the same, but the melody is so fucking awesome. And I write it down. I say, I, I want to do a song like, a cover like that, actually. I don't remember, so we'll see. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining us today. You're welcome. Now you can fuck off on the tour bus. No. <laughs> I like my friends here. Thank you. Love you. <laughs>
in the length of the song as well. The um, simplicity of the bass and the guitars in the background works. And overall, I do, I do like it as a good song. And live, I think it works even better in that setting. I think it's better live than on the album. So that's my two cents. Fair enough. Listen, guys, I, I again, I group hugs all right because I do agree with both of you um, in the most part. I'm not quite sure about boring the pants off me. Uh, but let, <laughs> let me give me kind of <laughs> my view on this song. Um, totally agree on your point about it, 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 your confusion over it being a single. I think taken out of context, it comes across, and here's my way of describing it, as kind of lazy. Um, you know, the, the, the constant repeating of the lyrics. If you don't get it, if you don't understand what the song's about, you don't understand the the... the, the Pardon the irony, but the thought processes that, that's gone behind the writing of the song, the creation of the song, and its context with the rest of the album, then it, it comes across as quite a a lazy, simplistic song. Um, but here's the thing: I don't think it's any of those things. I, I think it's no surprise to me in hindsight why the album's called Delirium. I don't think that's in, to encourage people to focus on this song, but I do think this song is the purest reflection of the theme that runs throughout the album. Okay. Because this is about, you know, the breakdown of, of mental stability and everything else around this song is our aspects or our reflections of this or focus on a particular area of being in an asylum or the loneliness or the, the desire to escape or the, the relationship breakdown that you have with your loved ones. All of those things are all reflect the anger. All that stuff is, is around delirium. But this is the kind of the, the center of the web, as it were, of all of those songs. It binds them all together um, like a musical glue. And that's why I think this song is really quite important. Uh, the, we talk about the simplicity, but, when you look at the some of the lyrics in it, and I'm not talking about delirium, <laughs> I, I'm talking about the, the the particular line that Christina makes uh, okay, about two minutes into the song is enclosed in the shrine, locked away inside my mind, a walk in the darkness, and neon lights delirium will take me away. You know that's that's of of quality songwriting as we we've always had from Lacuna Coil. You know there's there's a lot of poetry in that, and there's a lot of it. It, it, it does feel. It, there is vision there, um, you know, and there is imagination. So it is not a song that I would otherwise have dismissed as being lazy initially. Um, the the use of the repetitive um, word, I think, is really fascinating because it it is that sense of you're locked and it's, everything is a repetition, everything you're going over and over and over again. And in fact, you even, there's, there's a risk that you forget, you know, I, I, I've... Um, I've dealt with with mental illness, not myself personally, but with loved ones in the past. And you know, there are times when you know they do ask you, "Who are you?" and and that's a you know, horrible situation to be in. Um, but there is that sense of they're just repeating the, a, a phase of their life um, over and over again. And we see that again stronger uh, in Downfall coming up um, on the album. But I, I really think this song is is extremely important. Uh, in in line with the rest of the album, as a single, totally agree with you. The only reason I think it could be it is a single because of its simplicity, um, but out, out of context, I don't think you really value its true worth. Live, I think it's amazing. I, I when you see Christina sing this song, how far away is the mic from her mouth? <laughs> and she's still so loud and so clear. It's just incredible. You know, I mean, it, it, when some people when they they sing, they just shout. Um, that's not Christina. That's not what she does. There's clarity there. Uh, there's there's beauty in, in the way she sings this song. And there's also desperation. You know, she puts her heart and soul into this song. It's absolutely so full of emotion when she sings it. And as you said, Russ, that, that, that kind of that, um, reprise or whatever you want to call it, the outro towards the end where she kind of comes back in after the after the change in tone of the music. And, and she it, all, it almost feels like a desperate cry for get me out of here. Mind blowing. I, I I said it to her on tour. I, I find it very humbling watching her sing this song. Very, very humbling. So again, it's a song that demands attention. It's not a song that can be taken at first glance because otherwise it will be dismissed. And like you guys, I think it's a, a little confused as to why it was a why it was a, a single. Um but maybe again it was to draw attention to the album as a whole. Oh my goodness, I guess Talking of it as a single. Not to uh, interrupt, but uh, if anyone's seen the video, spoiler alert, the meaning of 119 is in that video. 
Yes. If anyone can find it, I'll buy them a pint at the pub. Right, there we go. Okay. There is your uh, there is your challenge. So, Russ, what did you think of the scores wise? What are you going to give this song? Scores wise, this is like I'd say this is probably one of the hardest songs that we've ever done for me to score because you know, do I put it in context with the rest of the record? Do I put it up against the entire discography? If it were, if I was reviewing this against every song Lacuna Coil had ever written, I'd probably score it lower. Uh, but the high point for me is Christina's vocal abilities on this song are amazing. Um, not my favourite song on the record, but it delivers for its intended. So rounding it out, I'd probably give this a 7 out of 10. Okay, 7 out of 10. Yeah, good score. Mark, what about you, sir? Um, Album-wise, 8. Live-wise, with that superhuman performance that Christina does that we've mentioned, I'd say a full-rounded 10. Wow, yeah, okay. I can see what you did there. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I tend to agree with it. For me, uh, if you'd have asked me the first time I listened to this song, I'd have probably given it a 5 or a 6 out of 10. Um, in context and understanding the, the rest of the song, understanding what, the, what they did with it, the, the, the reason for it, the purpose for it, I think this is a solid 8 out of 10 song for me. Uh, and it's one that I was real con- really concerned about that I might skip it when I first started listening to the album. I was like, oh, delirium, yeah, yeah, okay, I've heard this one before, if you see what I mean. But now I don't. I really feel that um, possibly seeing it live, uh, definitely understanding more about the song has, has really made me appreciate it. And yeah, I'll give it a solid 8 out of 10. So there we go. There we go, that's Delirium. come to an end this week on the Empty Spiral podcast. We've had a quick chat. We've talked about Slayer Dreams, at least I have. Um, a little review. A little review. Um, and of course, a interview Marco. Yeah. Good job, guys. Right. Well, um, I say brings us to a close. I'm not going to go through the normal rambling, but you know how to get hold of us if you want to. You know where we are over at Empty Spiral Donor and of course the Facebook page as well. He's waiting for your attention. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, do reach out to us. I've got a few people that have contacted us lately. And I'm looking forward to catching up with those guys on the podcast very, very soon. As is always the case, thanks, thanks to Mike and Russ for joining us. Um, it wouldn't be what it is without all of us being involved in this. So thank you once again, guys, for taking time out on your busy Sunday morning. So without further ado, I wish everybody listening to the podcast a great day. And listen to more Lacuna Coil. Ciao. Ciao, everyone. Cheers, guys.